here's the story about the mistakes you're making if you call a customer service representative. First of all, and this is from an expert now, if you go in really angry and you're rude to the person on the other end of the line up front, it's a terrible way to be. You should start out by being calm. You know, even if you are angry, calm yourself down. It's, well, it's easy to say in the abstract, yeah. but oftentimes you just get passed around. That's the thing, you know. Don't you hate it? Even when you get to a person and that person, you tell them your whole spiel and they're like, oh, we'll have to transfer you over here. Yeah. You know, then I hate when it's, oh, I don't know how much you guys do this. Like sometimes I'll do the chat customer service thing. Well, I've heard about that. I don't do you that. You don't like that? Well, I love it. I did it once and I didn't like it. No. Well, see, I've done it before and I hate where they'll transfer you. They transfer you there too. It'll be like, oh, we need to even to through move text. You up. Yeah. And they always say, let me review what you've, uh, said to the previous person mm -hmm. so i know what's going on mm -hmm. and that takes like five minutes and they come back on and go now what exactly is going on mm -hmm. and i'm like didn't you just review it see that's what it is like mm, yeah. when you keep getting past the angrier so then when you finally get to somebody you are you're angry livid you're angry and that was what that that led to this p1 listeners email who said i we've played this one other time and he said, I thought that was so funny. I spit orange juice out my nose, but it was totally worth it. Now, is this full disclosure? This is from the previous calendar year? This is from, yeah, this could be, yeah. This because is someone the, just got around to emails? If you missed the open of this show, I didn't check my emails from September of last year until yesterday. And so quite a few had piled up. And we had played some audio back. The football season, that's what got in my way. You know, I was watching... College football on Saturdays and pro football on Sundays, so I didn't get to the email. But this weekend, now that my basketball team has been eliminated, <laughs> I go ahead and start doing emails. And there was some audio of a woman who did get to speak to a customer service representative, but she was so mad she sounded possessed. <laughs> Ma'am, there isn't any reason for me to, ma'am. Okay, ma'am. All right. Okay. Okay, give me. Don't say another word to me. I'm going to put you on hold, ma'am. All right. She's going in hot. And that's mm -hmm. the one thing they say not to do. That's number one on the list. Don't go in angry because you're going to come off as rude to the customer service person and you're not going to get what you want out of it. The second rule is don't be unwilling to compromise. And it sounds like she's unwilling to compromise. Compromise. Yes. If, for instance, you want a refund, they offer you store credit. Be willing to take that is what they say. Be willing to mm. meet them halfway with, or at least be cordial about it. Don't yell at them. Now, what uh, led to the emailer saying he spit orange juice out of his nose was a remix of that customer service representative and the call. Best off if you hang outside. Don't come in. I'll only run and hide. Who can it be? Meow. Who can it be? another another thing that they suggest and this is really true be prepared have your account number ready because they're going to ask for that every time oh yeah you know when you get them on the line they're going to say 
account number, social security number, whatever it might mm-hmm. be. And if, if you don't have it, then that's on you. You know, you have, they have to wait for you. I don't know. Nobody likes it, of course, but uh, there are some things you can do to make it a better process. Sam, you're talking about customer service. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Thank you. Um, I worked in customer service for a little over 10 years. I actually worked for American Express for a little over five years. And if we had someone that started screaming at us, especially if they started cursing at us like that, we could actually tell them either you keep this call professional or we're going to be disconnecting the line. Yeah. I was surprised that woman I wasn't hung. There you go. I'm sure that went well. Yeah, I would yeah. not have put up with that. <laughs> she would have been gone long before she was. Uh, I, was I thought that woman gave her plenty of time because she kept screaming and mm-hmm. ran. Did you ever have to, did you hang up on a lot of people? Were they generally in a terrible mood? Um, No. I mean, we were taught to de escalate the calls. And, you know, for the most part, I was always really good at doing that. However, there were some people who just, you know, mental illness is a real thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you would get some people. Um, I had one man that just was livid. I mean, he was like, I, I thought I was going to have to call the police to check on this man. Um, there was no calming him down. And actually, um, I actually talked to a couple of celebrities because I was in a high-value department. Oh, well. And you would be surprised that they are not nice. Really? Oh, boy. Can the you story give, she can tell. Okay, wait. Can you give the name of any celebrity or initials of any celebrity? Or something they've been in. Okay, yeah. <laughs> give us one. Um, What's the guy's name that sings Blurred Lines? I can't think of his name. Oh, uh, Blurred Lines. Robin that, Thicke. That's Robin Thicke. Thicke. Yeah. I expected that, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Paula Patton Thicke. This is when they were actually together. Um, oh, they were. They yeah. had an issue that came up. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I understand why they're upset. It was literally not our fault at all, though. It was just an issue, a travel issue that came up that they expected us to fix. That was the thing working there is that customers, we treated them so well that their expectations were we were supposed to fix everything. We yes. used to joke that we're supposed to go mow their lawn. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, they were, they were not nice, neither of them no, at all. Yeah, no kidding. Well, boy. Spilling tea, big time. I like it. Thank yeah, man. you very much, Sam. I appreciate it. You had that's that's his uh, mo though. Uh, well, I'm just not surprised. Like I, I could see him being a real ass. Uh, I met his father. Uh, I don't mean to speak ill of the dead, but he wasn't very nice to me. You're gonna sit here on this air and talk about <laughs> Alan Thick. Well, I met him one America's time. beloved television dad. Now that you know who's and you know where. <laughs> Yeah, I well, I'll just tell you. I won't stand for it. I, <laughs> I met him at a charity golf. The man who invented Thick of the Night, the late night talk show that revolutionized late night talk shows. I won't. I won't say anything about him, but except that I, I met him at a charity golf event. It could have gone better. Did you ask him some inane childish question? No, no I hadn't gotten to the inane childish question yet. <laughs> I just said, "Mr. Thick," <laughs> and he went, "Yeah, I've got well, to off." Pretty good impression. Thank you. <laughs> and he was just so. Your son's a dick. <laughs> He's three. That's okay. Come on, Robin. <laughs> hey, Daddy. <laughs> I can tell that kid's going to be a He's going to grow up and be an absolute a-hole. <laughs> oh, man. Don't get me started on Alan or Robin's thing. One more of these uh, remixes.
Sam's heard all of that kind of stuff, even from the celebs. She really is. She uh, she dished dirt on that. Mm-hmm. I like it.